It's time to preview the Eagle Farm card on Saturday. Thanks to Zbet in the zone, and I'm joined by our Queensland guru, Jack Fitzpatrick. Fitzy, what are the confidence levels like for this Saturday at Eagle Farm? Well, I was very confident last week, Nook, and I thought I'd need to have a couple of winners before the quaddy because it looked impossible. Couldn't get a winner before the quaddy and then found two in the quaddy leg. So, look, after that debacle, I've got a couple again this week that I'm quite confident on. But after last week, the track did play leaderish. There was only one runner that came from further back than third at the 400 all day. Now, admittedly, a few of those were tempo related, but um, it's got me a little bit gun shy ahead of Saturday. Well, that's a very important point that we bring up. It's always very important to find out how the Eagle Farm track is going to play. The rail is out seven metres. Is it going to be leaderish, do you think? Look, I always do my form based on a fair track because I just think guessing this stuff is is fraught with danger because the moment you guess leaderish, if it's not leaderish, you're in trouble. Um, I just like to try and find the best horse. It was leaderish last week. It's out of further two metres. As I said, a few of those races were tempo related. Um, I thought the track was looking tired towards the end of the winter. It actually started to race okay again for a couple of meetings and was leaderish last week. So, look, your guess is as good as mine, mate. I just try and find um, the horses I think are, are the best suited for the race um, and I can adjust accordingly on the Saturday. But um, I've got no idea, truth be told. Well, let's hope it is a fair track. Now, where do we go for your best bet on the day? Going with race five, number nine, a horse called Who's Your Dealer. Um, potentially vulnerable first up, given that this is a 1,200-metre race and he is by done deal. So, look, I think he'll be better over further, but his first two wins to start his career were just absolutely outstanding. Um, he won by a combined 8.25 lengths. And I remember Lammy straight away was on the phone to Gollan getting a quote from him and did an article after the debut win. It was exceptional. Won those first two races, was then beaten as a $1.35 favourite at his third run. But that was the end of his first prep. I'm just forgiving that he'd come to the end of it. He is a five-year-old now, so he's you know he's not exactly a spring chicken, but potentially they'll be a bit quick for him. But I just think on class alone, he'll beat these. It's a class three played on Saturday. Do you expect he is one that can go right through the grades this campaign? Yeah, I don't know where he ends up. As I said, by done deal, you'd expect he'd be better over further. But um, you know, we, we saw a horse. Um, oh, the, the names escaped me at the moment. It's a, it's an Edmonds horse. It's ran in both the Victorian and New South Wales spring and, and autumn carnivals over the last couple of years. It went back to Queensland throughout the winter and, and won easily over 13.50. I think sometimes a class can prevail in Queensland and I reckon this horse will just be too good for them. So race five, number nine, the best bet on the card. What about next best? Yeah, this is a horse that... It's only had four starts itself, and I've already got a love-hate relationship with it. Now, that might seem harsh considering it's raced four times for two wins in two seconds. Um, but I did put the, put it in the jury's outfile last start because the first defeat was genuine excuses. However, they were self-inflicted, missed the start, then had to race wide to make up the ground and was only narrowly beaten. But then last start, had every chance, followed the leader in the whole race, loomed up like it was going to win by five, and I just simply think it turned it up. However, gets back to 1,000 metres here. Jaden Lloyd claims three kilos, so will carry just 51 kilos. Jumps from gate four. I think he should be winning. I've already got a D-day, which might be harsh considering it's only start five. But he should be winning this if he's fair dinkum. And, um, yeah, I'm happy to be with him one more time. I may have missed it, but you've kept me in suspense here. What's the horse? Did I not say, sorry, race eight, number 11. It's so clever.
Ah, so clever there for John Moore. Yes, indeed. Indeed. I just, I think the race sets up perfectly for it. Um, I think there's probably only one realistic danger potentially, Jazui Bell, who's a pretty good horse. I mean, the third favourite in the market has been winning, um, look, racing well, but has been running up north in Queensland. So this just sets up perfectly. No excuses for mine. Nice. I'm hearing one out in the quaddy for sure with that sort of confidence. Indeed. What about uh, a bit of value on the card? Now, you're going to laugh at me here, but hear me out first, um, because this is only a $5.50 chance, which isn't massive value in terms of your best value bet. But I think this horse should be favourite, and that's why I'm back, backing it on a best value play, because you can get each way odds at $5.50. Release the Beans is a favourite here and a deserved favourite. It's four starts for three wins, including its last couple. The one defeat Release the Beans had was against Jumbo Goal when they met earlier this prep. Now, Release the Beans was admittedly first up. Jumbo Goal had a couple of runs under the belt. Release the Beans was heavily backed but had no excuses and finished two and a half lengths behind Jumbo Goal. Jumbo Goal now meets it six kilos better for that and it beat at home two and a half lengths. So I just think considering one's a $2.15 favourite and the other's at $5.50, Beat it by two and a half lengths and meets it six kilos better. I just think the $5.50 is too ridiculous to not consider a value bet each way. John Moore, Jaden Lloyd combo again there. Indeed, mate. Indeed. Look, Release the Beans is a good horse. The last start win was good. It was actually dominant. Um, but it was lucky there in the fact that the favourite in that race was a, an odds-on pop and pulled up with excuses. So it might have been a bit flattered. Jumbo Goal, as I said, beat it only three starts back and now meets it six kilos better. So, uh, yeah, each way odds. I think that's a great value bet, mate. Nice confidence. There any other horses we should touch on on the uh, card? Look, Champagne Auntie should win the first. Don't need to be a genius. It's $1.60, but looks to be a pretty safe multi-builder. So that's race one, number five, Champagne Auntie. The Steve Tregay stable is flying. This horse won at this track and distance last week. Actually drops a kilo and a half from that. Should be winning. And the other one I want to mention, in the last race, I'm playing this in two separate ways. La Palmiere trialed really well, was second behind Rothfire. Now, Rothfire's talked up as potentially securing an Everest slot. Third in that in that trial, which was three and a half lengths behind La Palmiere, was second today at Doombin. La Palmiere looks to get every chance, barrier five. Some of its key rivals in the market, it beat first up last prep. It's got a really nice first up record, two, two wins and two seconds from four first up runs. So I'm backing La Palmiere at about $4.20 in the get out on Saturday, and I'm going to go wide in the quaddy just for a bit of coverage there. Oh, I like it. Now we'll quickly just run through your best, next best, and best value. Best bet, race five, number nine, who's your dealer? Next best, race eight, number 11, so clever. And best value, race two, so, race six, number two, jumbo goal, purely because I just think he's over the odds. Very good. All the best there with those tips fits in. All the best to the punters out there. Of course, head to zbet.com.au to find out all the prices for Saturday's races at Eagle Farm.